Alex's brothers. Professionally, he was a sports agent who represented a number of Russian hockey players. According to recent documents I'd translated, he'd peppered his clientele list with a few basketball players as well. Hey, Graham, I greeted my grandmother, who had just walked into the tiny kitchen with the electric-lighted mirror she swore by. For someone who didn't approve of her kids or grandkids being vain, Graham was pretty concerned with her looks. She never wore foundation or mascara, but her cheeks were always powdered, and her lips were never without lipstick in public. Her fair skin was wrinkled with soft lines, but it didn't take away from the beauty of her features. Her blue-gray eyes and high cheekbones were complemented by perpetually dark blonde hair, thanks to the magic of hair dye. She would have been beautiful even if she'd let her hair go gray. I could only hope I got some of those graceful aging genes. What time did you get home last night? Graham asked, setting the mirror on the table and flipping it to the ultra-magnifying side before stooping to plug it in. Around one thirty, I guess? I can tell. You're puffy. She reached over to pat my cheek before turning to inspect her own face in the mirror. Thanks, I thought. I didn't dare say it out loud. My grandparents and I had a better relationship since I'd left for college than we ever had when I was growing up. Didn't want to mess up a good thing. Where are you off to? It's my week to clean the church, Graham answered, as she slicked a rose shade across her lips. Then she patted the skin under her eyes with her fingers and turned the mirror's light off. Do you need any help? Pat and Emma will be there, but thank you for asking. My breath of relief was almost audible. I hadn't been back to church since I'd left my grandparents' house two years ago. Just thinking about the place made me itchy. I slid out of my seat, tapped my inseams together with a flourish, and straightened my arms at my sides. Are you going to tell me my client's name? Or is this a super-secret mission, sir? I asked in a military monotone. My grandpa shook his head, picked up the newspaper, and straightened it out. Don't know it. I just told Zhenya you'd be happy to do it. Super-secret. Got it. I won't let you down, sir. I saluted him. Still staring straight ahead, I waited to be excused. Grandpa lowered the paper. Is there something else? May I be excused? I have to shower and dress for the mission. You are a ridiculous girl, Adushka. He dismissed me with a shake of his head. Auden, you're only home for a month. Please try not to drive your grandfather crazy, my grandma said. With a salute to both of them, I ignored her warning. I'd driven my grandpa crazy years ago. I thought grandpa would continue to reward my almost native knowledge of reading, writing, and speaking Russian by giving me tedious translating projects my whole life. I never expected him to allow me to work directly with a client, let alone a client in the public eye. Maybe he had more faith in me than I realized. I arrived at Robinson Arena 15 minutes early to prove that I took my first translating assignment with an actual human to heart. There was no doubt Yevgeny Olenko would report my professionalism or lack thereof to Grandpa. My mission, other than translating, was to keep my Grandpa's stellar reputation intact. I spotted Orlenko waiting for me at the top of the stairs, outside the main entrance to the arena. Adushka! He leaned in to kiss my cheeks, as was Russian custom, but he stopped himself and offered me his leather-gloved hand instead. I shook it firmly. We'll keep this professional, yes? It's good to see you again. Good to see you too, Mr. Orlenko, I responded, as a smile crept across my face. Orlenko wasted no time getting to business, greeting me with a Russian-inspired diminutive of my name and continuing the conversation in his native language. 
I threw my grandpa a mental fist bump for teaching me Russian so well I could have been born and raised in Moscow. Your destiny awaits, he said with a wink, holding a heavy blue door open. Tell me how you got Vitya to give you this assignment. I thought he'd have you translating contracts until you were a little old lady. Since only Orlenko called Grandpa by his diminutive, Vitya, I had to think for a minute. My grandma, being of Irish descent, doesn't use diminutives, or any nicknames. She called Grandpa only by two names, Victor or Horse's Ass. I have no clue. I thought the same thing, except I always throw in some cats. Little old cat lady translating Pushkin and Tolstoy until her arthritic hands fall off. Orlenko's deep laugh echoed through the empty concourse as we entered the arena. When the heavy doors slammed shut, the frigid air hit my exposed skin, sending an involuntary ripple from my fingertips to my toes. You will be spending quite a bit of time here.